A.B.E.L.A. Talking Transcript released detailing CIA briefing between when President Reagan on alien encounters. And it goes along something like EB-1, the rest of the alien crew had apparently taken nine months to travel from their home to Earth. They originated from a world within a star system called Zeta Gregoria, which estimated about 40 years away from Earth. They were part of a society collectively known as Ebelon Society and was named, coined by the United States of Researchers. The home planet was subsequently named Serapo. The, lifespan, the average lifespan of this individual, the Ben Society, was 350 to 400 Earth years. They were a spacefaring race who travelled the cosmos for the use of space tunnels. Their tunnels were essentially abandoned in the time, space-time continuum. In shorter distances travelled, the home planet of Serio has two planets orbiting it. The, star, the sun never sets like on Earth. The physics of the planet defy any scientific theories available on Earth. The Ebon spacecraft have two types of built-in propulsion systems for use either in space or within astromatic conditions. The energy used for propulsion would be considered clean energy on Earth due to low levels known harmful effects they would have on both humans and Earth. The following was a Recording was made between March 6 and March 8, 1981. William Casey, Mr. President, good morning. As we discussed in February, this briefing contains some very sensational and some very classified information. I'm not sure, uh, well, I'm going to take make a decision on what, on who you want in the room. This will be your decision, Mr. President. It's a very tough one. I'll follow since the briefing starts, states back. Historically speaking, that is, runs up to recent times. I believe we've had good cordial order events. I'm sure Mr. President will have many questions. The list of questions presented to me by Advisor 2 will be answered during this briefing. I hope that you and more than anyone else, especially you, Mr. President, leave this briefing with questions to answer. I have asked the caretaker to conduct his briefing. He is a contract employee of the CAA their present custodian to the information. Are we to assume that everyone is present? President, well, if it's totally up to you, Bill, I guess everyone must be cleared for this briefing of, of information. Is that not correct? William Casey. Well, it does appear everyone is. But we will see, Mr. President. This stuff is pretty high up on the flu train. We call it ATFs, above top secret. This stuff has its own classification of markings. We have a special container, special printers, and copies of this stuff. Every word of this material is printed on special paper and placed inside special covers. The caretakers have taken special efforts to protect all this stuff being released inadvertently or copied from some authorised person. But, but all this material is protected by a special group of people. The caretakers are in charge of protecting this information. And all this other stuff associated with the information, I would prefer that you, Mr. President, decided you want in this room. 
Remember, this material was closely guarded secret. Although the gist of the story has been out there for many years, very little of actual truth has ever been released to the public. Oh yes, by some of the regular grades, maybe, but many of them have been discredited. President, okay, Bill, I guess we need advisor one, advisor three, and Casper here. I think advisor two and Michael can leave. Advisor two, Mr. Fessenden, excuse me, but I prefer, prefer to leave. I don't wish to know this information. You know, plausible denial or anything like that. Michael Denver, Mr. President, whatever you wish, I'll do. I would be an interesting subject, but I'm not really have a need to know. No, I don't think so. President, okay, that, that it, guess that's it. William Casey, thank you, Mr. President. I'll turn this briefing over to the caretaker. Pfizer free, Mr. President, Mr. Director, I already had this briefing. I can stay on leave. But Secretary Win- Winberger and myself received this a few weeks ago. Secretary Winberger, Mr. President, as you know, we're having some pending business regarding the Soviet problem in Berlin. I think we might just handle that. Advisor Free, I'll let you close this meeting just in a, in a few. President, okay, Cass, I guess we're Advisor Free can leave. Thanks for coming. Well, in case you, Mr. President, it certainly narrows the audience. I think this is just right. President, okay, well, I can't wait to hear this. Let's proceed. The caretaker. Good morning, Mr. President. First of all, I'd like to give you a bit of information on my background. Before that, please, Mr. President, if you have questions during the briefing, just interrupt me. I've employed by the CA for the last past 31 years. I started the caretaking status of this project in 1960. We have a special group of people whom we call Group 6 that cares for all this information. President, good morning. I hope, well, I hope, well, I believe I will ask questions. Bill Hart briefed me back in January. I'm not sure, huh? Well, it was detailed. No, I don't think so. Huh? Okay, well, I'm not sure Bill didn't tell me because we had, we only had about an hour. William Casey, Mr. President, I'll give you a quick briefing on the the National Security Decision Directives you want to incorporate in the overall action directives in this subject. Advisor Free, Casper, and I have details far beyond what I knew before January. The last administration wasn't keen on making all this stuff accessible to us during the briefings at November or December. President, well, I must be, uh, I know a little about this subject before. Back in 1970, Nixon had all the great good stuff and wanted to share it with some of his friends. Nixon showed me some papers. Not sure who were authorised them, though. They, uh, well, something about New Mexico and other places. Nixon's pretty, uh, well, you know, fascinated with it. We showed me something, some kind of object or device that came from one of their craft. Something was taken from the New Mexico crash site. I didn't know it was. Ah, do we know what it was? I don't think we know. Knew it, or maybe now, maybe after 11 years, we must know. Caretaker, Mr. President, I can ask answer some of these questions. Do you wish for me to begin, President? Oh well. What level is this? I mean, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called, this. William Casey, Mr. President, code word is called Top Secret Code Word. The information is beyond top secret. As I said before, it has own classification. It's very compromised. President, oh well, I guess you're just the minimum. Are we recording this, Mr. The church caretaker? Mr. President, no, not unless you wish. William Casey, yes it is. CIA female transcriber. Who's 
doing? Who is doing that? I think we should. I don't want to make any mistakes later about this. Advisor 4 should also stay since he's one of the caretakers of the information. Present. Well, I don't want anyone leaking this stuff. Not knowing that we are about to discuss. Oh well, oh well. Bill, I guess if you call Advisor 4, should stay. I guess he should. Oh, okay, well, you call, wait to call, Bill. William Casey, I guess, okay, guess Advisor 4 will stay. But I, but I think, say, I think must go over. I stay. I, I'll make that call. President, okay, I guess we have, um, we can make our business first. First, we have, give me a few minutes. Let's get some food first. Okay, snacks, how long will, uh, just about an hour? The caretaker, Mr. President, I must say, this will last about one hour. At least this part, the first part of it. It's a very complicated subject on brief. I can do it, but maybe the questions will extend beyond the first, the time period. Okay, let's see. Let's take a break, and then we recognize the present caretaker. Okay, Mr. President, when we're ready. Yes, we are. Let's go. Caretaker, Mr. President, as we mentioned earlier, I must say that this briefing is the highest classification within the U.S. government. I start with a slide presentation. I had the most of this briefing on the slides, but also on the outline that I passed on to each person in attendance. Okay, President, okay. So we are, can we follow it with the outline paper? The President, yes, caretaker, yes, Mr. President, you can follow the briefing with the outline in front of you. President, thank you. Night, the caretaker. The United States of America has been visited by extraterrestrial visitors since 1947. We have proof of that. However, we have also some proof that Earth has visited many thousands of years by various races of extraterrestrial visitors. Mr. President, I must refer to these visits as ETs. In July 1947, a remarkable event occurred in New Mexico. During a storm, two, new, two ET spacecraft crashed. One crashed southwest of Colorado, New Mexico, and one crashed into Ohio, New Mexico. The U.S. Army eventually found both sites and covered all the celebrities, and one alien, live alien referred to this alien as EB-1. The President, what does that mean? Do you have codes or special terminology for this? The caretaker, Mr. President, EB means extraterrestrial biological being entity. It's a code designated to this creature by the U.S. Army back in the days. The creature is not a human. We had to decide on term for it. So scientists have designated creature as EB-1. We've heard it as another. The different terminology used to various aspects. We used the US military and intelligence community back then. President, do you, we, or did we have others? The number one seemed to indicate we had others. The caretaker, yes, were, we had others. Back then, the term was EBE. No longer destination. We explain how the others came into our, our knowledge. President, okay, sorry. I was just wondering, I guess, well, I'm sure the briefing would cover this. Please continue. The caretaker, all the debris and EBEs recovered from the first crash site were taken to Roswell Airfield, Airfield, Roswell, New Mexico. EBE was treated for some minor injuries and taken to Los Hermes National Laboratories, which is the safest and most secure location in the world. Special accommodations were made for EBE. The debris was eventually transferred to Dianta, Ohio, home of the Air Force Te- Foreign Technology Division. The second crash site wasn't discovered until 1949 by some ranchers. There were no live aliens at this site. All the debris went to Sandy Air Base in Anquirky, New Mexico. 
Present. Okay, a question regarding the first sight. How many aliens were in the spacecraft? The caretaker. Five. Five dead aliens and one alive. The bodies of the dead aliens were transported to right field in I.O. and kept in deep, in a form of deep frozen freeze. They were later transported to Los Angeles where special containers were made to keep the bodies from decaying. There were four dead aliens in the second car site. These bodies were, were in advanced state of decaying. They had been in the desert for the past two years. Animals and time had got to their bodies. Mains were transported to Sandy Base and eventually into Los Emanus. We determined both crashed air base ships were to dis- similar design and bodies of aliens were all phys- identical. They looked exactly the same. They had the same height, weight and physical features. Here are the photographs of the aliens. President, can we classify them? I mean, can we? Well, connect them with them? With anything earthly? The caretaker, no, Mr. President. They don't have any similar characteristics of the human. Reception that is, their eyes, ears and their mouth. Eternal body ones are different. Their skin is different. Their eyes and ears, are, even breathing is different. Their body is wasn't red and their brain is entirely different from human. We could, would not classify any part of the human, but a part of the aliens of humans. They had blood and skin, although considerably different from, from human skin. Their eyes had two different eyelids, probably because their home planet was very bright. President, maybe I, I'm getting ahead, but did we know where they come from? Mars? Our system? Or, or where? The caretaker. Yes, Mr. Trump, we do know what it's coming from. From, I can go into this now, or we can wait until it comes up. It's briefing, in the briefing, President. No, please, continue. I must, I can wait. Caretaker, thank you, Mr. Fisson. EBE stayed alive until 1952. When it died, we learned a great deal from EBE. Although EBE had not, did not have voice organs like humans, it was able to communicate with an operation performed by military doctors. EBE was extremely intelligent. It learned English quickly, mainly by listening to the military personnel who were responsible for EBE's safety and care. EBE was housed in a special area at Los Amulus and Sandy Base. Although many different military doctors, scientists and a select number of civilians studied EBE, it never became upset or angry. EBE helped us learn from from all the items found in two crash sites. EBE showed us how some of the items worked, such as communications device. It also showed us how various other devices worked. President, excuse me, were you referring to this creature as it? Did it have an agenda? The caretaker, I'm sorry, Mr. President, but yes, it was male. Within EBE's race, they had males and females. President, thank you. Please continue. The caretaker, thank you, Mr. President. EBE died at more. Military doctors considered natural causes. I don't think we really state exactly why EBE died. Although he, he, we had five years to study EBE, we didn't have any standards to compare EBE's body with st- standard medical observations. It was difficult to lose EBE, since it's the most interesting thing we humans have received and studied. A visitor from another planet, another world, EBE did explain. We li- he lives in the universe. We call this star system Zeta Quirkari, which is about 40 year, light years from Earth. EBE's planet was within this star system. Present. Okay. 
Where is the comparison to something we, we all know? Caretaker. Well, Mr. President, our closest star is four min- light years away. I can let, I'll show you the constellation it is in. Alpha Sasori, a yellow star. It's a yellow by a star in the constellation. Sorry, it's 4.3 light years away. President, no, I don't, I wouldn't know how much, don't know much about astrology. Astrology. I must, I just thought I'd understand the distance. How long, how long did it, it take the spacecraft to get here? Caretaker. Well, Mr. President, I can tell you now, uh, as we discussed that another briefing, Mr. Casey said, it is a complicated subject because there are many levels of comparative when in the station. This briefing is about the basic information of a visit on a planet by peculiar, one particular alien race. Present. Oh, well, hmm. Oh, what do I understand? Is this isn't a full briefing? William Casey, Mr. President, we have different levels of stuff. If we mix it up, I don't think it would make sense. Nor we have time this morning. I understand you have a busy schedule today. President, as the President of the United States, I should have know everything, right? Or shouldn't I? I'm assuming this is briefing substance. I should hear. All I think is this my, more important than some other things on my daily calendar. Maybe I'm doing it in a gun. If there's some things I shouldn't know, please tell me. When in case Oh no, Mr. President. I didn't mean you shouldn't know this stuff. I simply mean you should we we should proceed in orderly fashion. That's a briefing. But it's up to you. We'll we will not hold anything back. President advises one. What do you think? Do you know about the, all this? President advisor one. Mr President, yes. I've briefed many times on this subject matter. As Director Kennedy stated, this is a very complicated subject. I think it took me about one year to be fully briefed on all aspects of this matter. The different areas, initial crash, an investigative period, some attempt of contact, the information operation to protect this matter, and several other levels. President, well, wow. I didn't realise how complicated it was. I knew it's, I'm new to, to all this. I'm a great responsibility to citizens of this nation to make decisions based on accurate information. President, by my advisors, you, all of you, I won't interfere with your presentation and information. So I guess we proceed in order you have chosen. I'm sorry for interrupting this presentation, but as a person who is interested beyond belief in this, I'll just shut up and wait to ask questions. William Casey, Mr. President, no, please ask any questions you wish. You're the President. We are not here to argue with you over the order of briefing. But some things are so highly classified that the briefing is the lowest level. If you ask a question, well, that is a different level, then we have to reevaluate the audience. Advisor 1, Mr. President, everything we know about alienization to Earth is contained in 16 volumes of binder. These binders contain thousands of pages. We can give you everything you wish, but as Director Casey said, you must elevate the clearance of each person listening to our responses. President, okay, I don't, I now understand. Give me whatever you want. I'll continue to ask questions, but you are, you need me to wait for an answer. Just tell me, Mr. William Casey. Okay, Mr. President, we do that. I don't know how we took the entire body. I read you one tenth of the one binder and hundreds of questions. President, okay, let's continue. Caretaker, Mr. President, thank you for these responses. I'll answer any questions if I can. But if you, if the question is above this level, then Director Casey will have to make the decision for me. President, 
I fully understand. Please continue. Caretaker. It took EB spaceship nine of our months to travel 40 light years. Now, as you, you can see, that would mean EB spacecraft travel faster than the speed of light. But this is where it gets really technical. The spaceships can travel for former space channels. It gets from them from point A to point B faster than without having to travel the speed of light. I could not fully understand how they travel. We have many, but we have many top scientists who can understand the concept. President, well, suddenly I couldn't understand science in that. Is it like a black hole? The caretaker, Mr. President, something like that, but much more complicated. President, do you get there? No matter, don't no matter. Please continue. When in case, see, Mr. President, I can assure you. We know how they do it, but we can't. We can't do it. Present, okay. Caretaker. As for some history, the original project started back in 1957. was called Project Gleam. This project contained volumes of documented information collected from the beginning of investigation of UFOs and identified alien craft, or ICACs. The project was originally established in 80. 50s by first President Truman and by older President Eisenhower and the controlled National Security Council. President Truman established a group of people to handle this project. The group was called the Majority 12, or MJ-12. In 1966, the project's name was changed to Aquarius. The project was funded by confidentiality Black Word Funds, appropriated with the community intelligence community's budget. The recovery of these ancient spacecraft led to the United States to an extensive investigation program, investigative program to determine whether the aliens pose a direct threat to our natural security. As you might remember, Mr. President, our country openly investigated UFO sightings under Project's Grudge, Sign and Funny Blue Book. The original mission of the Air Force program was to collect and analyse all reported sightings and incidents involving UFOs, then determine whether their information would be interrupt, interpreted as having any bearing on the national security of the United States. Some information was evaluated the idea of having of using the gained data to advance our own space technology and future space programs. About 97% of the established 12,000 volts analysed by the Air Force under Blue Book were considered hoaxes. Explained aeronaut for monitor or astronomical objects. The other 10% were considered a legitimate alien sightings or incidents. However, not all UFO sightings or incidents were reported under the UFO Air Force programs of Grudge, Sign, and Project Blue, Blue Book. In 1953, Project Lee initiated its own investigation detail on certain sightings where reports directly under Gleam rather than one of the other projects. Project Gleam became Project Aquarius, 1966, with parallel reporting system UFO sightings and incidents reports collected on Project Aquarius considered actual sightings of alien spacecraft or actual contacts with alien life forms. We recovered two alien aircraft from New Mexico. Both were heavily damaged and were able to examine them. Two crafts were considered technological marvels by scientists, heavily operating in, operating in, in, 
information was so advanced our scientists could not define it, decipher it. The two craft were stored in a special security location in the West. We gained a large volume of technological data from these craft, several independent scientific investigations. The request of the Air Force and SAI was initiated during the era of Blue Book, Project Blue Block. MG-12 decided officially the Air Force could end the investigation of the UFO sighting. The decision was arrived at during the M- M- MPNN meeting in 1966. The reason was twofold. First, the United States established a communication with the aliens. President, hold on. Okay. Well, Bill, no, never mind. Please continue. William Casey. Mr. President, communication project is highest level. I can recommend we continue in this course. And we switch to the next if we have time. President, okay, you're steering the boat, Bill. Caretaker, you know, he starts to be really sure that aliens' exploitation of Earth was non aggressive and non hostile. It's estimated the aliens' presence was not directly threatened the security of the United States. Secondly, the public was beginning to believe that UFOs are real. The NSC felt that the public feeling had led to nationwide panic if we disclosed anything we knew about UFOs and alien visitation. We were involved in one major project during the same time frame that involved one alien, our alien visitors. The operation was a high level. It would be up to Director Casey to proceed now and wait until later. William Casey, we'll wait for that part. I haven't, fully bre- I haven't been fully briefed. I would like to be able to know everything about the program before trying to brief the president. What is the one? I agree with the director Casey. A part of the program is really complicated and we could require a day, full day of brief. President, okay, I said before, Bill's the captain of this ship. The caretaker, it felt like the public awareness of these projects would have jeopardized the future space program in the United States. Releasing our secrets about UFOs, alien invitation, would be cause of public panic among religious leaders around the world. Therefore, MTK-12 decided that an independent scientific study of the UFO phenomenon had been needed to satisfy the public curiosity. A final official study of the UFO phenomenon was accomplished by the University of Colorado under the Air Force contract. The story concluded that the significant data did not exist that would indicate UFOs threatened the security of the United States. The final conclusion satisfied the government allowed the Air Force to officially step out of step out of the UFO investigating business. When the Air Force officially closed Blue Book in December 1969, Project Aguirre continued operation under the NSC MT-12, NSC first investigation UFO sighting incidents had to continue secrecy without any public knowledge. The reason behind the decision was this. The Air Force continued in its investigation of UFOs. Eventually, some non-cleared and non-briefed Air Force or DOD civilian officials would attain the facts behind Project Aquarius. Obviously, for operational security reasons, this could be not allowed to order to continue. Investigation of UFO sightings and incidents in secretary. secrecy. Investigations with CIA, DCE, and MG12 were assigned to military investigative units with orders to investigate the legitimate UFO ICU sightings and incidents. These reports were presently operating on various locations throughout the USA 
and um, Canada. All reports are filtered over directly or indirectly to MKG, MG12. These agents are collectively reported of UFO IAC sightings and incidents occurring on or near sensitive governmental installations. So many reported sightings and incidents have occurred over nuclear weapons bases. <coughs> the aliens' interest of our alien nuclear weapons can even contribute to the future threat of nuclear war on Earth with effect of space. The Air Force's engineered measures to ensure the safety of nuclear weapons from any theft or destruction. MJ-12 feels confident that aliens that have uh, on explore of our exploration of our solar system for peaceful methods purposes. However, we do uh, we do have the information and that is at another level. That like the one alien species of the more than one spe- alien species of visiting Earth. Present. Well, that's a lot to digest. I've written down many questions. Let's have a break and co- come back to this. I think we're present. I think we'll continue now. Caretaker, thank you, Mr. President. I'll continue. In 1976, MJK, MJ-12 report, it was estimated that alien technology was many thousands of years ahead of ours. Our scientists speculation. Uh, until our technology develops at a level equal to the aliens, we cannot understand a large volume of scientific information we gain from the alien crafts. This advancement of our technology may take many hundreds of years. During an initial study, the alien spacecraft we started many different projects. The first project, originally established in 1949, was to collect and evaluate medical information from surviving alien creature EBA-1. Recovered alien bodies. This body immediately obtained EB1 and provided our medical researchers with many questions, answers to evolution theories. The next project, originally established as part of Group Project Gleam in 1957, became a separate project in 1966. Its mission was to establish communications with aliens. This project met with positive success and we discussed later on a different level. Two other projects involved the first flying of an alien ship and the cross-technology between our space program and the information we obtained from EB-1. In the case see now, Mr. President, we have to move on to questions of different level. Would you, which you prefer, President? Well, I have a lot of questions, so ask, let me ask a few that we can move on. I guess the first question I have is, the, is there a lifespan? How old is EB-1? Caretaker, Mr. President, an alien civilization, EBE, came from we call the Beyond Society. It is a name given to they gave us. It was a name we cho- it was a name we chose. Their lifespan is between three hundred and fifty to four hundred years, but that is Earth years. President, is it is it time the same on their planet as ours? Caretaker, no, Mr. President. Time is very different on a planet Ebon planet, which by the way we call Syriabo. Their day is approximately 40 hours. That is measured by the movement of their two suns. The solar system containing Cerebro is a brownie star system of two suns, more than one, like our solar system. Present. Oh well. I'll answer, create more questions. Okay, I understand it. This planet has two suns. Maybe they didn't mind that the planet was hot. I guess it explains their eyes having two eyelids. Caretake, yes, Mr. Fent. The suns do not set like ours. There is daylight during the entire day. 
with section a short period when both suns hit the horizon. President, why is life like in Cerebro? Caretaker, Mr. President, it's called Superio. Called Superio. I think it will be take. We will have to be given a different level of briefing, Mr. President, Director. William Casey. Yes, President, Mr. President. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. We have all the information about the visit to the President. Planet, we will have to present that information at a different briefing. President, okay, these levels. Something, I guess, have to. Well, we'll have a get used to it. Does it all classify the information have different levels? William Casey, it's a. Pro- Similar to SBO briefing, who given in January have different levels of clearance and present. No, I understand that. Or Bill, I fully understand the different levels of clearance. I mean, how about the Soviets? How about the spy operations we have in Russia, Ukraine too? You say you mission to that, or are they on the same level, Mr. William Casey? No, Mr. President, this information will be considered at the top, very top, whereas the spy information operation under Russia. Inside that should be considered a parallel level, but not the same. Present, still apples and oranges, okay, I see. I guess this is more than can be explained in one sitting. What about travel from Cerro to Earth? Caretaker, well, Mr. President, the distance from Earth to Cerro is about 40 light years. It could travel in nine of our months. Another scientist, but I mentioned before earlier, that you can travel, they can travel the, the great distance by means of space tunnels and seem to be able to bend the space from one point in the time space. Tomer, just how they do this must be explained scientifically. Present, okay, very interesting. Are the laws of physics of the planet the same as our planet? Caretaker, not exactly. There seems to be a little different laws, especially when it comes to movement on their planet, relation to the two suns. Our scientists don't understand because it defies some laws, our laws of physics. Present. Do they use nuclear power, or what, what type of power do they have those in those ships? Caretaker, Mr. President, we understand very little about the propulsion system. They seem to be two different propulsion systems. One they use within our atmosphere, and one they once they exit the atmosphere. We do not have a nuclear power. The propulsion system does have some type of low-level radiation emissions, but nothing like we would a danger of us. It isn't our radiation, we call it radiation, because we have nothing else to compare it with. Present, have these aliens visited our uh, other places on Earth? Caretaker, again, Mr. President, there will be a different level of discussion. Present, I'm getting tired of hearing the answer, but I understand. Mr. William Casey, Mr. President, the Soviet Union had a contents with the aliens. There was a great deal of intelligence and indication that the Soviets had a Roswell to speak, so to speak. They know about the same as we. No. They are some bodies back in the late 50s, but our intelligence indicate species alien were different. President, oh well then, Miss Bill, that presents a very disturbing feeling for me. Are you telling me that there are different races of species? As he said, visiting Earth at the same time, William Casey, take the question. Caretaker, take the question. Caretaker, Mr. President, I hesitate to state the reason. We should have the, what that discussion and take for a meeting. Pre- President, just answer the simple question. How many different levels, different species? Don't go into detail since I'm sure it will be a different level, as I've been hearing all morning. The caretaker, I'm sorry, Mr. President, I upset, I upset you. No, 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 caretaker, I don't feel that way. I don't, I'm not upset. 
No, they're all my advisors. As president, I must listen to you and take your advice. I'm not upset. I'm sorry for giving you that impression. Can you tell me how many different species of visitors? So, caretaker, Mr. Director? Um, William Casey, go ahead, caretaker. Answer the president's question. At least five. President, are they all friendly? Caretaker, Mr. Director? William, William Casey, advisor one, would you like to step in here? Advisor one, Mr. President, it is a very difficult question to answer. There are many parameters we follow to elevate the threat. However, we, we have little evidence of four of the five. We have plenty of intel on the Abians. Gee, they have given us everything we asked for. They have helped us understand the other four species. I'm afraid to say, Mr. President. I'm pleased don't understand my words, but we think one of the species is very hostile. William Casey, Mr. President, do you wish to us to continue in its topic? Would you like something, like something more private? A discussion on this topic. President, for Christ's sake, I'm President of the United States. I should know if we were endangered by some threat from outer space. If you have anything to say that's a threat posed by one species of aliens, then I want to hear it. Mr. William Casey, Mr. President, we have an intelligence that will indicate this one that species of aliens have adapted people from Earth. They perform scientific and medical tests on these humans. On these humans. To the best of our knowledge, no humans have killed, been killed. But as advisor once stated, the intelligence is, far, is from witnesses, and we uh, haven't fully validated this intelligence. If I have captured one of these hostile aliens, this gets some very, very sensitive areas, Mr. President. I strongly advise we end this discussion, move on to any further questions you may might have. Get back to this. I don't think you're prepared to prepare, prepared to p- provide you with accurate answers to your questions about possibly potential hostile aliens at this time. President, okay, but I expect this to be given to me as soon as I want it. Know anything about hostile creatures? So I mean we should start informing policies on how to deal with them. Advisor 1, do you have Operation War Plans on this? Advisor 1, yes, Mr. President. We have war plans on all potential threats in our country. President, please let, me, let us not forget the world. If these creatures attack some other countries, we must, could, we would have to help. Advisor 1, Mr. President, we, abs- we have absolutely no evidence this particular alien race has any threat plans to attack the United States of America or planet Earth. President, I guess we really got off the original subject. I wanted to know any threats. Don't hide anything from me. Is that understood? William Casey, yes, sir. Advisor, yes, Mr. President. Sir, Mr. President, we never hide any information about potential threat to your country, the world. You receive daily intel briefing. You will continue to and can update the briefing for any potential threat in the area. President, okay, let's continue. How many other presidents reveal received this briefing? The caretaker, Mr. President, I have briefed President Nixon, Ford, and President Carter, and was never given an entire briefing. I have no answer as to why he wasn't given the briefing. President, well, knowing the guy, it probably couldn't understand it being from Georgia, but we just that was just a dry joke. This is E B E Ole speaking, talking. This is a report from Mark M T Reigns. The following was a transcript released of a CIA briefing of President Reagan on alien encounters. <laughs> 